0: All right. I know what you're thinking. Here's Blair. Here's Parker. So let's get it out of the way, shall we? We know no more right now than you do. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I can't put it any other way. Uh, What we know is that Shohei Otani is a free agent. Uh, We know that... Six years ago today, Shohei Ohtani and the Angels agreed to a contract. We know that John Morosi of the MLB Network has reported on social media that Ohtani has made his decision and that he is en route to Toronto today. That's what we know, Kevin Barker. Now, what do we think? Uh, Well, that's
1: a a tremendous question. Uh, Look, look, I... uh, there's a lot of things you can think about this. Is it for real? Like, again, I, you starting the show by saying we know about as much as anybody else knows. L- look, I haven't watched a helicopter flying around in circles as much as I have <laughs> the last hour in my entire life. So, yeah, it's, it, look, the, the buzz around the city, the buzz around the Blue Jays, uh, the buzz around Major League Baseball, the unknowns that a player of this caliber can keep a secret. The way Otani has is just mind-boggling to me. But I think that for me is what makes this exciting is you just don't know. And until you actually see his face, him sitting beside Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkinson actually says, you know, that he is a Toronto Blue Jay and he's happy to be here. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, and then you start digging into if he's actually here, where does he hit in the order and how's it look? And you know, where are you putting Boba Bichette, and where's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. head and how good can this lineup look? And where does they stack up against the other teams in the American League? And the American League, there's a lot of things. It's
0: some kind of exciting, you have to admit. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing. I mean, let, let let's walk this back a bit. Um and first thing we'll say is that there is no confirmation from the Blue Jays. There is no conf- uh, confirmation from the Angels, his former team. There's no confirmation from Otani's camp. So get very that on the record. Keeping secrets. <laughs> they're very yeah, good absolutely. at keeping secrets. They're very good at keeping secrets. And we'll have a discussion about that later on because I, I, I got a little burn my ass about people who are upset that, at the way this thing has been handled. But we'll, mm. we'll, we'll talk about that later. I don't want to get into any sort of media 101 thing uh, about this, but... Uh, We know from reports from folks like Ken Rosenthal and our own Ben Nicholson-Smith and Shai Davidi and John Morosi, we know that Shohei Ohtani, again, who is a free agent, uh, has visited the Jays minor league complex in Dunedin. We know that was, the reports are, that that was on the weekend. Uh, We know that Ross Atkins and John Schneider at the winter meetings had to do some quick scheduling changes. We know that both of them didn't let anything out of the bag. If there's anything at all to be let out of the bag, they certainly didn't do that at the winter meetings. We are basically in the same position as the rest of you, uh, with the exception of you've probably been on Twitter a little more than I have. But um, I'm never on Twitter. You, and Barker's never on Twitter. <laughs> Not a chance. No. Uh, so that, that's where we are. Uh, again, six years ago today, Shohei Ohtani and the Angels agreed to a contract. If Shohei Ohtani has a sense of humor... Um, this would be a good day to announce where you're going. Uh we know that you know, various sources have said that he has made a decision. And, and again, this is the thing that, that's that's so intriguing about this is I haven't seen a free agent pursuit with as much um with as much silence on the part of people involved in it. And, you know, people have said that, well, that's taken all the fun out of it. I you know, I, 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 don't buy that. This is, I, personally, I'm not surprised that this whole thing has turned out the way it has, in terms of how quiet it's been. I, I kind of think this is the way Shohei Otani wants to do business. And you know, who are we to sit here and say that the way he wants to do business is wrong? Um, But it's certainly, I'll tell you what, it's certainly kept Kevin. This has certainly kept the industry uh, in suspended animation. We've started to see some moves, right? The Yankees traded for, uh, for, for Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. We've started to see some, what I would call kind of second level free agents come off the board. You know, there's still big names out. Cody Bellinger's a guy that hasn't gone. Yeah. I think the, the sense is that once Shohei Ohtani decides where he's going, you are going to see moves Now, I want to talk about the Blue Jays in particular here. Let's kind of do a reset for folks about where the Blue Jays are since the end of the season. Um, they have hired DeMarlo Hale to be, what is it, assistant manager, associate Associ- manager? Yeah, what is that? Don Mattingly's going to, I don't know. Don Mattingly's going to be, uh, <laughs> whatever, going to be in charge of hitting. <laughs> Matt Chapman is a free agent. Yeah. We know that. Absolutely. Kevin Kiermaier is a free agent. Mm-hmm. Brandon Belt is a free agent. Mm-hmm. We know that there seem to be some positive signs in terms of Alec Manoa doing what he's doing in Florida. Throwing. He's throwing. Yep. This is kind of where we are with this team. The Toronto Blue Jays right now, and we talked about this last year, they need a middle-of-the-order hitter. They need an impactful hitter, preferably a left-hand hitter. Still need a third baseman. I, I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm saying preferably left-hander. A good but, hitter that likes the elevated foul. Um, How about that? Kevin Kiermaier's gone. Uh, you know, there there is a need for at least one more outfielder. Shohei Ohtani, to my way of thinking, fits in here perfectly. He'd fit in any team perfectly as a hitter. He'd mm-hmm. fit into any team perfectly. But in particular here, I'm leaving aside all the marketing possibilities and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shohei Ohtani in this lineup hitting, I don't know where he hit, third, fourth, wherever. Not fourth. Okay. He's coming up in the first inning. Um, makes this lineup better. Obviously, he makes this lineup better. Now, we know that he won't be pitching this year uh, because of elbow surgery. So, and and again, this is the other factor. The other thing that has kind of worked its way in here is Shohei Ohtani. I I had someone explain this to me the other day because we've called Shohei Ohtani a unicorn, which he is. Mm -hmm. Somebody said to me, because we were talking about how you value a guy. And he said, here's the thing, Jeff. I don't know how you value a unicorn. And I don't know how you value a unicorn that's injured. And because the thing that makes Shohei Otani a unicorn is the fact he can hit he can hit and pitch he's not going to pitch this year. we 're led to believe he's not going to pitch this year, mm-hmm. and one of the things I've said from the get go you know there's a lot of reasons Shohei Otani makes sense for a lot of teams, but I look at the blue Jays the Blue Jays do not need Shohei Otani to pitch this year like they don't need him to even they don't need him to pick up a glove this year mm-hmm. they're signing him to be their if they get him, they're signing him as a DH this year. They're signing him to hit. We'll worry about the pitching down the road. In the meantime, you still got Barrios, you still got Gossman. Uh, you, you know, you have you have Kikuchi. You've got Bassett again. You, maybe you have Manoa. You could always bring in another guy. Maybe Ricky Tiedemann's here. Mm-hmm. This is why I think, in a lot of ways, this is a good situation for him because he's not going to be under any pressure to pitch here. Now, you go to another place, and I don't know if it gets. Mm-hmm. we're getting down in the end of September and the team's a game out of the playoffs or two games out of there. They may be saying, Shohei, you know, if you can, you can give us two innings today,
1: Yeah, that's not we'll take happen. it. You wouldn't think that was going to happen. I, I, I just wonder if the way the season ended for the Toronto Blue Jays, if a fan base is basically buying into this thing, and again, we're watching helicopters running around in circles here. Like, it's a big deal, right? This is a big deal for uh, Canada. Like, this would be a big deal for the Blue Jays. And if they was happened to not get Otani... Then like you, you mentioned that, you know, he's making his decision whenever he makes it. Well, you would think if you're the Blue Jays and who's on the market and all the places that you need to feel and with what the Yankees are trying to do and with what the Red Sox are going to do and the Rays and the Orioles are getting closers and they're going to try and get a little bit better. I'm assuming with more starting pitching, what's happening here? Like, how's the fan base going to feel?
0: Yeah, and I don't listen, and and you know, let's say this. We'll say this about the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have done really well in free agency in recent years. Kevin Gossman, uh, and won a playoff game. Chris Bassett. No, but what I'm saying is they've done well in free agency this year. We know that in uh, the winter of 2021, Justin Verlander, they were his second choice. We know that Masataka Yoshida said last year that for a moment he thought he was going to the Blue Jays. So the Blue Jays have been active in the free agent market mm-hmm. in recent years. Now that that's. Yeah, you know, with all due respect to those two players, that's nothing, nothing compared to being yep. active. Uh, to being active in the Shohei Ohtani market, Kevin. I was trying to think, driving in today, as we, as as I put together the possibility of 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 Shohei Ohtani signing here, and again, we have no no inside knowledge here, none of that. But I was thinking, if this were to happen, where would I put this particular event in Canadian sports history? Now, I'll throw my hand up. I'm 62 years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I just made a list of things that are kind of seminal moments or historical touchstones for me as a Canadian sports journalist and as a Canadian sports fan. Team Canada against the Soviets in 1972 for a variety of reasons. Um, I've always thought the gold medal win in hockey at Vancouver was overblown because, frankly, the Canadians should have been the favorites of playing at home, icy, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. But... I don't want to argue with the puckheads. I'll throw the gold medal hockey win in Vancouver in there. Ben Johnson getting the gold medal and then losing it as a result of a drug test. Donovan Bailey winning the gold medal, fastest man on the world. We've talked about this. That's a title of you you hold fastest man in the world for a month. Um, I mean, cool. I'm bowing down. Yep. Wayne Gretzky being traded to Los Angeles, and I guess although I don't know if this had the national resonance that a lot of those other things did. I would say the Toronto Raptors winning, uh, winning the NBA championship and Kawhi Leonard making that, making that great shot. Yep. And the reason I mentioned Kawhi Leonard, of course, is the last time we kind of went through this thing where we're watching TV and planes, everywhere. And, planes and private jets and tracking this and tracking jet, uh, tracking that, uh, kind of the last time we did that was when yeah. we went through the whole song and dance with Kawhi Leonard when he ended up leaving the Toronto Raptors and, uh, and going to the LA Clippers. So that kind of sets the stage for you. Let's bring in Shy Devidi of Sportsnet. He's uh, been all over this story. Shy was at the winter meetings along with uh, Ben Nicholson-Smith, and he's out and about today trying to figure out what's going on. Shy, I'm just going to ask you, what's the latest you got? Again, we've reported what Morosi's reporting. Um, that's it. And I, I keep telling people I, I don't have any inside info in this. Like if I did, I would be cute, mm. but I got no inside info in this.
2: Yeah, it's been a really uh, interesting day. Let's call it that. <laughs> and the way that I would put it, actually, guys, I'm getting a really bad echo here. Call I'm not sure if Bafo uh, can help.
0: Okay, call back. That's fine. That's, uh, Shai Davidi will call back. We've got problems, uh, echo problems with, uh, with Shai Davidi's phone. Um, and, again, the story, as we said, uh, John Rossi reporting that Shohei Otani is en route to Toronto. Uh, the last report I saw from John is he, uh, has not signed that no contract has been signed yet. A couple of things I have to, I have to say about this. First of all, one, um, I would believe, I believe the commissioner's office would have to sign off in a deal like this. I, I don't, I, I think I, I reached out to somebody, at the commissioner's office couldn't get them today. Uh, people have talked about medicals. I don't know. For all we know, Shohei Otani had a medical when he was in Dunedin the weekend. We just don't, we just don't know. Uh, quite often the Jays free agents have their medicals in Florida. I think Matt Chapman's medical was in Florida, if I'm I not mistaken.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. so um, these are some big numbers, too.
0: Yeah. So so there are those are two things to keep in mind. Let's let's bring in Shai Davidi. Shai, thanks for your patience, man. Uh, give us the latest.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I, I mean, I've been on the phone and texting with lots of different people today. And there are people who are you know hinting that there's something up other people were like hold your horses and the way that I uh, that I've been thinking about this is that i i'm not sure that you're going to hear anything from someone directly involved until this is pretty much done done not like pending a physical not mm-hmm. any other details i mean the stakes are just too high for everybody involved and could some things be nearing towards the finish line? Sure. But I just think that there's so much sensitivity around this. There's been so much uh, secrecy around it, and understandably so, given the magnitude of the expected contract, that I think there's going to be a lot of reluctance until everybody is completely agreed. So you know, I think today is also a good reminder of the, the difference between social media gossip and actual journalism, where you know, people are reacting to different things that they see on social media, which may or may not be true, or taking it as fact and running with it. And then, you know, you have actual journalism that is making sure that something that is out there floating around goes out there accurate. You've seen a lot of the former, and uh, not a much, not much emerge from people who delve in the, uh, work in the latter. And I think that's why you've kind of got this uh, sort of this frenzy, this feeding frenzy that you mentioned reminiscent of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, You know, this is the the Kawhi Leonard met with even fewer checks and balances on social media because of what's happened Mm -hmm. uh, to various platforms since. So, uh, you know, I I do think that we are nearing the end of the process. I do think the Blue Jays very much remain in the running. Are they ahead? I don't know. I think in the vacuum of information, a lot of people can talk themselves into what they want to believe. And the at the end of the day, the the, the circle of uh, the circle of trust around Shohei Otani is extremely tight. And I don't think a lot of people are really penetrating
1: into it. Shai, what do you think if you're a... I, I try to sometimes think about if I was the player and a, a player of Otani's caliber was coming to the team and the expectations around the lineup well, the way it was last year. And then say you would add this guy. What do you think? You're around these guys a little bit more than we are in the clubhouse every day. And you talk to Bo and Vladdy and George Springer. What do you think these guys are thinking right now?
2: I think they're probably... More nervous about things than fans themselves are, right? Like who's not going to be stoked about this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you're talking about a singular talent, and even even more so if he could pitch. I think everybody will wonder, well, where does he fit in the lineup? And I'd expect that if he, you know, he does end up with the Blue Jays, if they hit him second uh, between Springer and and Laddie, would go fourth, and everybody else is wondering, well, what what does this mean for DH days? And, you know, pitching staff would wonder, starting rotation at least, would wonder, what to, are we going to a six-man rotation in uh, 2025? All those kinds of things. But there's the obviously a ton of excitement. And I think right now, a lot of angst to guys who are just hoping this, this isn't real and it hasn't just been this long tease, and then he ends up going somewhere else.
0: Yeah, listen that, that that's a great point. I keep thinking to a conversation back to a conversation that Kevin and myself had with uh uh with with Joe Madden, who managed Shohei Otani. And one of the, the points Joe Madden made was look when you bring Shohei Ohtani to your team, you've got to bring in a whole ecosystem. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you're bringing in not just his support staff. And he wasn't saying this pejoratively, not just his support staff, but you are bringing a guy in, especially if he's pitching, which you know wouldn't be the case this year. But you're bringing a guy in whose presence is going to have an impact on pitchers who are already there. And it's, in a sense, what he's saying is, you know, you, it's, there, there's more than simply – In this decision, there's more than simply Shohei and the team involved. There literally is a trickle-down effect to the other pitchers on the team.
2: Yeah, and I'll, I'll go one step further, Jeff, is that it's not just on the roster and baseball operations department, but it's an entire business ecosystem that you're bringing in as well, right? You're going to have to have all these other elements, be it handling media, handling business operations, sponsorships, uh, with different entities uh, you know the, when you're making this kind of an investment any company making in this kind or baseball team making this kind of investment is going to seek to leverage it and it's not just a baseball decision this is a business play and so uh the an, an entire ecosystem is right both in terms of baseball operations but also the, the organization around it like yeah and just just again in different conversations that i've had the more that i've started thinking about the grander scope of this and how transformational it would be. I mean, this is not something that you take lightly. And I think virtually every part of the organization would be impact in some way, shape or form uh, and probably need to maybe onboard more staff just to accommodate. Sh-
1: go ahead. Yeah. shy. Sh- Sh- this wouldn't be it, right? This he he's not the only piece they bring. Obviously they need a third baseman. You could argue they need a left fielder, uh, you know, the this, An outfielder, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah uh, preferably a guy that could hit cleanup and maybe play left field, depending on what you would try and do with Springer. And, you know, if you would try and trade that to get some pieces that you might need and then bring up a minor leaguer to maybe play a little right, whatever, That this wouldn't be it, right? They they would go out and do the things that, that, that needed to be done to make a serious run because you're all in now, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, you're not going to bring in Shohei Otani and then start pinching pennies somewhere else because you've got to maximize it right and especially the other thing to think about and i haven't done the math on what that hit would look like for them but this would push them not just beyond the second luxury tax threshold assuming that they're at the same payroll level as they were last year without it you know it beyond the 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 third luxury payroll tax threshold and it would mean that this this is a blue jays team that would be in the in the collective uh, in the CBT tax, excuse me, uh, for multiple years going forward. So there are massive ramifications from a financial standpoint. And if you're going to delve this deep, you're not going to try. You're not going to start skimping to try and uh, to, and not leverage this to the full extent. So I do think there would be other moves. I don't know that it would be necessarily quite as substantial uh, as this. But they have needs, as you guys mentioned them well. Uh, it's clear at their base. And, look, they've been talking to a lot of different agents. Uh, I, I spoke to one agent yesterday who had met with them uh, just on Wednesday at the GM meetings. And I don't know, Tuesday, I can't remember. And they are saying, like, look, everything is just geared towards figuring out what happens with Shohei Otani. And then they want to start moving quickly on different things once, once they're done with that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Boy, I, I keep thinking about this, and um, you know, look, I know if if Shohei Otani doesn't sign here, and they pivot, and they end up going after, I don't know, a Cody Bellinger or whatever, um, you know, I I I know how I'm going to kind of feel about it. I it, I I just wonder how, you know, once you've kept them, what's that thing? Once you once they've seen the lights of Paris, how do you keep them down on the farm? You know, what I mean, I I I just don't know how 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 Jays fans, uh. It'll be hard how do you react to this yeah
2: yeah that's fair i I think that, again that goes across the organization right hey, like everybody who's poured so much effort into this, and this has clearly been a very collective effort, yeah and with a lot of different people basically making this their their goal uh for a certain period of time yeah, it would be that there's no ch- but like again, you know just because. You can't not risk, you can't not chase the upside because of the risk of the downside. Mm. Right. And to me, I get why, you know, some people will be, if it doesn't work out, will be super upset and disappointed and angry. And yeah, and that's valid. Right. But at the same time, do you want a team that doesn't try in these moments? And for a long time, this was a Blue Jays team that. Did not try. Ah, um, oh, remember when they were asking?
0: Shy. Remember when they were asking players in spring training to take a pay cut, or not asking, but when you know, word was out there that there'd been discussion in the clubhouse, the players were going to take a pay cut so they could afford Irvin Santana, who signed for I think fourteen million dollars. People don't realize how far and, and, things have
2: come. And just to put that into context, that was for Irvin Santana.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. So.
2: Uh, you know, and, and no disrespect, good pitcher at that time, reliable in, innings eater would have made a difference for the Blue Jays. But yeah, that was the five highest earners on the team. It would have been uh, Edwin Encarnacion, uh, Jose Bautista, R.A. Dickey, and um, uh, one or two others. I can't remember exactly who right now. I have to look at my notes. Who are all going to defer some money in order for the Blue Jays to be able to sign him. So that was... That, that's a good piece of context in terms of where they've been. And so you want, you want a team that takes chances like this. But, you know, a bunch of other teams are going to be disappointed that they didn't get him too. You know, like think about the Giants last year and all the effort they put into trying to get Aaron Judge there. Uh, and they couldn't get that done. You went back to the Yankees. So that that I think that's the reality of, of baseball. That's the reality of life. Sometimes you try for things and you don't get them, uh, and i'm always of i'd rather take chances and fail than uh, than not take chances and and never never risk succeed, risk or take chances to succeed shy, really good of you to do Great this stuff.
0: man. I know it's been a crazy time uh boy you've got my re- you got my respect for some, for for surviving Opryland, let alone doing this today
2: man'll <laughs> oh, uh, tell you what uh, the, the rec- three or four days of recycled air at the Opryland. Oof. Uh, that'll do some bad things to you oh, it's so, like it's like it being
0: home. it's like being at a vegas casino without the gambling thanks man be Way well go, buddy thanks see you guys shy to our mlb insider of sportsnet we talked about how we have no great insight into or not no. no great insight we have no inside information well hopefully we have some insight we have no inside information on what's going on uh, other than we've been reporting with john paul morosi's reporting ben nicholson smith of sportsnet reporting The same thing that Bob Nightingale reported heard same as B Nightingale that Shohei Ohtani is not in Toronto or on his way to Toronto at this time and is at home in SoCal. Again, Blue Jays appear to be finalists and we'll see where this leads again. That from Ben Nicholson-Smith of Sportsnet um, repeating a Bob Nightingale report that Shohei Ohtani is not in Toronto or on his way to Toronto at this time and is at home in so- Which is fine because I wasn't doing anything today anyhow. No. I was getting my Premier League fantasy team ready. So I had nothing mm. else to do today anyhow. Mm. Um, we're going to take a break and come back. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and Sportsnet. The most opinionated Maple Leaf show out there. Real Kip and born. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, do not adjust your television sets or your, I was going to say radio dials. There's no such thing as a radio dial anymore. No. Radio stations. It is uh, Jeff Blair and Kevin Barker. The hockey guys needed some time off. Mm -hmm. So they decided to bring us in. And, uh, well, we were really basically sitting, doing what we normally do, sitting around, not doing a a great deal today. Speak for yourself.
1: I'm a busy human. I do a lot of things every day.
0: I know you do. No, you do. Uh, So, again, just to uh, reiterate what I said at the top of this hour-long segment that we're doing, um, because I know there were people in social media, my God, Blair and Barker were coming on, they're doing an emergency podcast, Shohei Ohtani must have signed. I made it very clear at the start. We have no uh, inside info on this at all. Um, We do know that uh, there were reports today from John Paul Morosi, that uh, Shohei Ohtani had made his decision that he was on a plane to Toronto, and of course we know that the Jays. I, I think enough people have reported the Jays are "quote unquote" finalists for Shohei Ohtani that you can put the two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, subsequent to that, are Ben Nicholson Smith reporting uh, or reposting—I guess you'd call it reposting now—a uh, social media report from Bob Nightingale at USA Today that uh, Shohei Ohtani is not in Toronto, that he is not on his way to Toronto and that he's at home in Southern California. I don't know, maybe he looked at the weather and said, I'm in Southern California. Anyhow, so this, of course, the the, the Shohei Ohtani pursuit, such as it is, has, uh, well, Shohei Ohtani's been, I I believe, trending on, uh, what is it, X? Trending on X now for about 10 days in Canada. Um, To say that the story's captivated... um, Sports fans captivated the nation to be uh, under underselling it, and I think we've been down this road before. As a matter of fact, with a certain Kawhi Leonard, that's why I wanted to bring in Sid Sixero, host of breakfast television, formerly of these parts, and uh, a, a man who, well, Sid, I, I think back to those uh, those oh those those wonderful days of Kawhi Leonard and his. Return to Toronto, and, and the, the magic, the magical moments we live through. Um, compare this, even though of course, we do not know how this is going to turn out. Compare this to that.:
3: um, Larry Barks, good to talk to you. Hey, um, what's going? Listen, do me a favor, because right now I'm at first off, I can give you an actual report right now, if you want. I can report on something in this moment to you. I can tell you that I'm at Spadina and Lakeshore and Otani's not here. <laughs> so okay. that I can confirm. Well, I can that's confirm okay that he's not here. Yes. Uh, and is, is let me guess. In, uh, Sid,
0: can I just jump in here? You're at yes, yes. you're at Lakeshore and Spadina and you're not moving. You're in your car and you're not moving, correct?
3: Yeah, it's the it's the most pleasant parking lot um in in the GTA. It's exactly n it's lovely. All it's right. absolutely lovely. So guys, but I'm in my car, and I've I've heard you reference a couple times the helicopter. Are we? Is there an unmentioned TV station in town with the helicopter up looking for Otani right now? I what am I know. missing?
0: I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Okay. There was there there um, there was a suggestion that perhaps mm-hmm. the choppers might be in the air. I I, I could have been right. just thinking of Copperhead Road, the song in the back <laughs> of my head. You know, because <laughs> it's a song very near and dear to me. If you get my drift.
3: <laughs> um. um this is uh I now don't like this. <laughs> I have, have to be honest with you. I, I now see the difference the difference as of like thirty minutes ago between Otani and what we saw with Kawhi in twenty nineteen was with Kawhi, whether it was Stephen A. Smith or Chris Broussard or folks here in Canada or whatever. There were a lot of different opinions right from the start. Mm-hmm. Immediate. Mm-hmm. So you knew you were entering a poker game and you had like you had a pair of tens. You didn't know what the Raptors were really going to get out of this. As of 30 minutes ago, it felt it felt like there was some kind of consensus. Nothing official from Rodgers obviously. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But the feeling was not conflicting opinions, right? Correct. It, now I'm we're entering that Kawhi conflicting opinions phase where everyone needed their head on a swivel, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I mean I've been listen. I've been caught up in this like everyone else. I'm I'm I couldn't nap this afternoon. My my adrenaline's taken over. And now I don't know where to go with it because I I just – my excitement is still there for this for all the reasons that are obvious. Mm. But now it's like – I don't know if I'm describing this properly. I'm scared to even speculate one way or the other now because of my Kawhi PTSD. (laughs) Yeah, well, and at least you had the ring with Kawhi, right? At least we had that. We had a last tango in Paris, right? Exactly. And then – and then Kawhi flew off into the sunset and joined a franchise that has won like one playoff series since he's been there. Uh, so at least at least we'll always have that.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll always have the and we'll always have that shot. By the way, uh, John Heyman of the New York Post reporting that uh, an, another American League team, East team has made an acquisition. The Cardinals are acquiring or the Cardinals are trading outfielder Tyler O'Neill, Canada Zone to the oh. Boston Red Sox, according to John Heyman of the New York post. Nice. So in, intriguing only because the Cardinals have uh, the Cardinals are one of the teams with uh, surplus hitters. They were looking to move and, you know, putting two and two together. If you're a team like the blue Jays looking for moves. looking for absolutely hitting preferably outfield hitting uh, Tyler O'Neill might've been on your, uh, on your, on your, on your radar screen. He said, you know, sports fans in this, I mean, you, you're from mm. this city, you know, sports fans in this city. Where do they go? If Shohei doesn't sign.
3: Uh, Cody Bellinger ain't going to be it, man. Like I, I I'm wondering. Like I was, I was listening, to guys driving in, and if this doesn't go Toronto's way, you know we've we're Icarus too close to the sun. And I, I let's remember again. And I don't need to remind the two of you. By the way, it's been a, it's been too long. It's great to talk to you both. Yeah, it's good to talk to that. you. Yeah, Love yeah. you both. Love you both. Oh. Um, it's it and that the feeling when that season ended, right? Mm-hmm. We're not that far removed. Um I don't I don't know what happens next. Cause the joy I've been feeling all day isn't just the thought of. The joy also has been like if you think it's just Otani, you're drunk. <laughs> the whole off season is in front of everyone, still soto aside. Right. And the Jays, guaranteed, and every team who's in on this Otani discussion has basically promised this young man, I would assume, it's not just going to be you. We're going to have a big offseason with you. So that, I've been holding out on that, too. Right. If, 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 if I don't, I can't even, Jeff and Barks, I cannot picture what the next X amount of weeks and months is like if this feeling fades and he's a San Francisco giant or something. Like, I don't know what the fan base does. I can tell you it isn't good. That I
2: can
1: guarantee you. See, you're not going to throw in a towel, are you? I mean, you still got Bo. You still got Vladdy. You still got the pitching. No, no. You still got really good defense. I mean, they made the playoffs. I mean, I'm not taking up for it, and I I want to see the unicorn here too. I mean, he he annihilates fastballs, which is you know just it's rare that we see that from a Blue Jays hitter since 2015. Like he just he does things to that kind of pitch that most humans can't do. I want to see it up close and personal. I want to have a conversation with it. I want to see what it's like. But if it doesn't happen, like, we're not going to throw in the towel. They still got a good team. Like, you can still still fill in the blank. So you're telling me as a fan, because you're a really good fan, you're a smart fan. Like, they just couldn't fill in the blanks and bring in a Soler or a J.D. Martinez or, you know, Cody Bellinger, add those three guys. Like, that wouldn't be good enough.
3: For competitively for someone who knows the game of baseball like you two do. Yes, that is good enough. But you guys cannot tell me you haven't run into people since game two in Minnesota who haven't felt completely defeated.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Am I wrong or am yeah. I right? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. 000%. that's from a pr listen from a baseball x's and o's nine person lineup standpoint barks you're bang on there are not very crazy ways where you can make this lineup better and couple it with that rotation then it's go time i'm with you but the issues at the end of that season last year from a pr standpoint were so bizarre i just don't think you're going to rev the engines in april The way we have in the past couple years—that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm throwing the towel. Mm And if I gave that impression, I'm not—that wasn't accurate. But, but PR-wise, you know, Solaire on the season ticket package going out to fans (laughs) is not like we're too close now, man. We're we're too. You guys are in on a Friday, like in December. That's fair. Blair and Barker are only in studio for major stuff.
2: Hmm.
3: Like, and and, and we're, none of us are in control of it. And, hmm. and it, there is a risk, there is a risk, that if the fans have been led to believe X, and if Y doesn't happen, I mean, look, I'm just, I'm just being real with both of you. Uh, hmm. And there are fans out there who are going to be devastated, and Cody Bellinger won't cut it. Smart pickup. Baseball people know it's a smart pickup. They still got a great rotation. But PRY, this will will feel like a gut punch that's going to take weeks to get over. At the minimum, if you think that guy's on a plane Mm -hmm. from Anaheim landing somewhere outside of the GTA waiting for some police escort to get everyone off the Don Valley Parkway (laughs) to bring them down here. Like just the imagery that's going on right now, it's frighteningly unbelievable, both good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's all that's where I'm at. Like, Farks, you're right. Blair, you're right. Baseball wise, they can tweak this. It's not a crazy lift. It isn't. But man, are they close to the sun. And and you either soak in that sunshine or your wings burn. Wow. And I don't know where this goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm enthralled. I'm Sid, enthralled. Sid, you gave, me,
0: you gave me a fastball right down the middle when you said they were close to the sun. Because when you're close to the sun, the last thing you want to do is have to settle for a solar eclipse. See what I did there? Mm. Wow. <laughs> that, wow. There he is.
3: Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. He was writing that down. I'm I was just, writing, it down. We're talking. Talk was writing it down. He was writing it down. Yeah, Canadian Baseball Hall of Famer Jeff Blair, <laughs> right there. Thank you, That's Sydney. That's what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, you're the best. You're then. the best man. You
1: are the best. We'll be in touch. Love you, boys. Bye, you bye, too. Love you, boys. Take care. Take, care.
0: take care. Sid Sixero of Breakfast Television, formerly of these particular. Is parts. he
1: right? You knew I was waiting for the solace. Absolutely. Clips. Is he right? I don't want to be. I don't want to be negative. I, and and I I'm I'm with a bunch of fans. Like it, the way the se- season ended, and and the and the, the, an- uh, the way the conversation was Uh, talked about out loud, like this is the splash, right? This is what everybody's looking for. This is sort of would turn the page and and everybody would be looking forward to spring training. If it doesn't happen,
0: then what? I I guess the the difference is, I I think this is going to be viewed, this is going to be viewed in two ways, depending on your age. I can remember... When Interbrew owned the Blue Jays, the dying days of Interbrew's Interbrew's ownership, where there was concern about whether or not the Jays were in Toronto for the long term. Interbrew is a Belgian brewery. They clearly weren't committed to the team. The Rogers Center needed major work. nobody I mean, it, it was, this is a team, this is a team that. You know, even after Rogers bought the team, and there were a couple of years where they were watching their pennies, right? This is a team that let Carlos Delgado go without getting any compensation. The the best left-handed hitter they've produced, I think, they let him go without getting any compensation because they were scared that he would accept their, their contract offers. Mm-hmm. They just let Carlos Delgado walk. I talked about Alex Anthopoulos. People remember 2015. People don't remember Alex Anthopoulos at one point having to seriously consider taking up some of the players on his team, taking up an offer of payroll, of, of them cutting their salaries so he could go out and sign Irvin Santana, who I think signed for $14 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you, if you keep that in mind and if you think back to where this team was, yeah, no, this is not even in my, in my, you know, this is not the top 10 of my most worrisome moments as a Blue Jays fan. Not even close. But, and I'm not throwing this on the fans. The, a lot of people started paying attention to this team again in 2015 and 2016. Sure. They were fun. They were, what the hell? They, they were a team full of, they're studs. They were hated. Yeah. People around baseball didn't like them. Uh the Jays loved that. They hit a ton of home runs. Mm-hmm. They were exciting. They didn't give a damn about run suppression. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go out and beat your brains in. Yeah. Uh, people love that. People came back. 23 wasn't fun. Wasn't
1: a fun yeah. thing. Written runs is not fun. Scoring runs is fun, yeah. right?
0: Hitting yeah. homers is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand that. I I, I understand that. I'm kind of with you. If you have to pivot off this, yeah, there are ways of making this team, quote-unquote, better mm-hmm. next year. You still got that good starting rotation. You know, you still got boy, you got Vladdy for two more years. But, yeah, look, I, I, I as someone who said at the start of the offseason, I thought they had a better shot at getting Juan Soto than Shohei Ohtani. Now, give me credit. I did say that. Well, Juan Soto's off the board now. He's gone to the Yankees. Give me credit. Yeah, well, Please he's gone to the team. Yankees. He's gone to the Yankees, but I'm saying that I, I, I would have taken Juan Soto. He's gone to the Yankees. Yeah, uh, you know we we were told that Heimer Candelario, free agent third baseman. Nah, it's a guy that was this guy that was waived uh, last uh, one, one year. Uh, yeah, he's had one good year. <laughs> yeah. but anyhow. We thought that the Jays they have an opening at third base. Maybe they're interested in him. Boom! He's gone to Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's going to a Cincinnati. Forty-five forward. million. Come on. Forty-five really? million. Over yeah. Three years. Look. Uh, and we just <laughs> mentioned, of course, the Boston Red Sox acquiring Tyler O'Neill. Now I have no sense. Uh, you know, Tyler O'Neill's a uh, uh, gold glove caliber right-hand yeah, hitting outfielder. He, he, hasn't, didn't, he didn't, have, didn't have a great year. No, he ain't there hitting cleanup in this. Mm-hmm. But my point is, and then you hear that there's a you know there are rumors out there that Jorge Soler. Uh, who were led to believe the Jays have might have some interest in, he's being linked to the Arizona Diamondbacks, So th- th- that was the, the, the question to Sid is, you know, while you're waiting for Shohei Otani to make his decision, there's other stuff going on around you. Yeah. and How and, long can you wait? And I'm not saying that the Jays can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Lord knows there's enough people in that front office that you could probably – you know, you could probably divide, ha- have a division of labor where other people are getting involved in other things. Uh, uh, but understandably, yeah, I think you kind of, you know, you, you kind of have to wait. You have to wait for Shihoi Otani. So that's right. I, I see where Sid is saying. Like me? Yeah, ah, folks, I've seen, if he doesn't sign here, I, I've, seen, I, I've seen much darker times than this. I've seen times well, where Antony's
1: I don't come around every day, so you haven't seen that part of it where he can change the game no, but I, on both sides. Of no, the ball but I've never I, when he's yeah, fully
0: healthy. I, I was worried at one point whether or not base whether or not the Blue Jays would survive. That was in the last days of interview. And a lot of people were. The commissioners, I could tell you, folks, in the commissioner's office were. So I'm just saying that. Well, let's stay happy. I don't know that word. Right That's
1: the a- yeah. I well, mean let's
0: stay let's stay happy here. So uh, we're going to hand it off to our friends on the uh pregame show side in a few minutes. So let's let's get you up to date uh such as it is because I know when uh, folks saw the Blair and barker on um this is where we are. Uh after a, a lot of reports earlier in the day uh from John Morosi that Shohei Ohtani made a decision was on a plane to Toronto I'm not criticizing anybody. Um subsequent to that uh, Bob Nightingale and a couple of other national reporters, uh, as confirmed by our Ben Nicholson Smith, uh, reported that uh, Shohei Otani, in fact, was still in L.A., uh, was not in a plane to Toronto, uh, and had not made his decision. Now, now again, this doesn't mean, this doesn't mean that he hasn't already decided, and that people don't already know. They uh, Facetime. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I, as yeah. as I mentioned yeah. earlier, though, you know, there's the medicals are important. Mm-hmm. Um and I again I would also think that perhaps a transaction like this needs some involvement in the commissioner's office because you know the numbers you hear for Shohei Otani are are big numbers. Mm-hmm. Um so that's where we are. Uh basically uh the baseball universe believes the Jays are finalists for Shohei Otani, along with the Dodgers. Uh the Cubs. Yeah. The Giants and the Angels; those seem to be the teams that you mm-hmm. you keep hearing. Um, I don't know. I suppose that the I I guess, I guess. Look, given how secretive this thing has been, there is crazy, entirely right. there is entirely possible that there are other there are other teams out there that have an interest. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that there was early in the process. You heard Texas and Seattle. Both of those both of those teams uh, have been hamstrung by regional tv issues and that's an entirely different story that has really had an impact on this whole uh on on this whole pursuit so like the rest of you uh we wait we wait to see whether or not Shohei Otani's made his decision and when it's announced yeah I'm not gonna get too
1: excited but I hope it happens like I, I would love to see it up close and personal every single day like it's elite stuff like you just don't see it happen like he can bring it on an everyday basis and just to see that up close and personal and, and man, it's something else. So hopefully we get to see that. If not, you pivot, you move on and you enjoy watching Bo and Vladdy and everybody else.
0: Yes. And, uh, you know, again, we, we, we've made that point. There are still, listen, I, I felt even, even if the Jays were to get Shohei Otani, I still think that they will need to make a significant trade in order to finish off that lineup. And uh, I have said that. I, 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 yeah, I think yeah. that they still need to make we a significant trade. trade. It's
1: not the right time to get into negativity. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they didn't have closer at the end of the year. To say that they need some things to put a bow on the end of the season?
0: Yeah, that's an understanding. But I don't think you can, until you know, until you know whether you have Shohei, you can't mm. trade to address those other issues. There you go. I don't think he can. Uh, you can. You can talk to other free agents, but I don't know if you can necessarily trade to address those other issues. I'm sure there's
1: some energy going into talking that person mm. and <laughs> coming here. It would make it easier anyway to sell what you're trying to sell to a fan base. As someone
0: who's oh, you played baseball, I mean you look, you're part of the baseball media community now. I'm just gonna ask you this. Mm. Are you surprised? that it stayed as close to the vest as it's been. I just don't know
1: how it stayed that way.
0: How? Because, we you know, Jeff Passan reported that there was a, uh, you know, that there was a thought that Shohei Otani's camp had, had thrown out there that yeah, they yeah, didn't but want. but still, you know how it works. Yeah, I know. Scratch my scratch yours. Yeah, the you winter, know, winter really meetings, you have like. a bunch of guys sitting around drinking Bud Light until 5 in the morning at the winter meetings. They got nothing Are to you do. you telling me he ain't told one of the teams that he don't, Ain't going there. I mean, that team's probably going to get chapped.
1: Want to tell it to people. I just, yeah, it is amazing, that part of it. But that's sort of the intriguing side of it. We have no idea. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if that's cool or,
0: I don't know, depressing. (laughs) You surprised, never mind what we heard this week, but at the start of the show, at the start of the postseason, sorry, at the start of the offseason, did you think we'd have an answer by now? You see, I thought it was going to take until around Christmas for Shohei Ohtani to make a decision.
1: I think he's the face of baseball. It needs, to, it needs to come to an end. Make up your mind. Only the big boys are swimming in that part of the pool. I mean, it's only a select few that can write that kind of check. It ain't that hard,
0: at least for me. But I ain't that spot. All right, listen, that is it for Kevin and myself. Hey, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Fan pregame is next. Uh, We'll be talking to you at some point. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Sunday. Maybe Monday. Tuesday. Have a great weekend.